Bristol-Myers, makers of Ipana for the smile of beauty and Minute Rub, modern chest rub, bring you the Alan Young Show. Well, it's Friday night, and once again we take you to the little white cottage in Van Nuys, California, where we find the star of our show, the young man who is young today and young forever, Alan Young. Just think, Zero. Here it is, 1947. Yeah. Say, Alan, this is the time of the year for them New Year's resolutions, eh? That's right. How many did you make, Alan? Well, Zero, the more properly people live, the less resolutions they have to make. Oh. You see, a person who does things correctly all year round doesn't have to bother with resolutions. How many did you make, Alan? 312. <laughs> 312 resolutions? It don't seem possible. You're such a nice kid. Well, I, I wasn't until last week, and then I... I blush to think of it. What happened? I was eating a thin lamb chop and its panties fell off. <laughs> Restaurant was full of people, too. Oh. Well, I'm the guy that really made a bunch of resolutions. It's about time you made a few resolutions, Zero. Yeah. New Year's Eve, I made a resolution that beer would never touch my lips again. Oh, and since then, no beer has touched your lips? Nah, I'm drinking through a straw now. There's no way to stick to a resolution. You've got to be firm. Take my most important resolution, for instance. I'm not going to be shy with girls any, anymore. Well, that's a good resolution. You're the most bashful guy I know. Hey, how old was you when you first kissed a girl? Well, that's hard to say, Zero. Why? Well, how do I know when it's going to happen? You never kissed a girl? Only once, Zero. I was just a kid then. I was seven and she was seven. I kissed her neck for ten minutes. You kissed her neck for ten minutes? I didn't mean to. She was a fat little kid and my nose got caught between her chins. <laughs> Zero, I'm, I'm through being bash bashful with girls. Either one. 1947? <laughs> this coming year is going to see a new Alan Young. I'm determined to become more of a ladies' man. That's what you always say, Alan, but you never do nothing about it. I mean it this time, Zero. Just name some girl, I'll call her on the phone and make a date with her like that. All right. How about that beautiful new dame we met last week? That Dolores Darling. Oh, gee, Dolores Darling. Yeah, yeah. Let me see you call her. Well, okay. Let's show you I can handle girls. Nothing to call up, ask for a date. <laughs> What's it to be nervous about? Hello? Alan, darling? I mean... <laughs> Dolores, yeah, I, hello. Who is this? Uh, this is Alan Young. Don't you remember me? Oh, sure, I remember you. What can I do for you? Yeah. Well, ah, uh, ah. Uh. <laughs> go ahead, go ahead, Alan. Ask her for a date. Okay, sure. Tell me, Dolores. I, I, he, <laughs> Read any good books lately? <laughs> I don't waste my time reading. Oh. 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 Well, uh, have you seen any good movies lately? I don't waste my time looking at pictures. Oh. Well, what do you do most of the time? Well, I like to sit on the sofa and do some squeezing. Mm. <laughs> I always make lemonade in the kitchen. <laughs> uh, 
I mean, Dolores, I want to ask you a question. Well, go ahead, Alan. Yeah. Well, I'd like to take you out tonight, Dolores. Oh, I'm sorry, Alan. Not tonight. I'm as busy as a bee. Oh. Well, how about tomorrow night? Tomorrow night? Sorry. Busy as a bee. Next night? Busy as a bee. Gee. How early does a guy have to call to get stung? <laughs> I mean, isn't there any night I can see you? Well, I like you an awful lot, Alan, but Hubert Updike made me promise to see him every night this week. Uh, Hubert Updike, huh? Yes. I'm sorry, Alan. Bye now. Bye, Dolores. I like that, Zero. What's the matter, Alan? But Hubert Updike again. Always beats me out just because he comes from a famous family. Well, look, Alan, wasn't there nobody famous in your family? No, I did have an Uncle Clarence who almost became famous. No kidding? Yeah, he spent his whole life trying to cross a kangaroo with a cow. <laughs> kangaroo with the cow? Maybe he's trying to make an animal that would have a pouch to carry its faucets in. <laughs> but he never, never quite succeeded. Well, I'll bet you had better ancestors than Hubert ever had. You think so, Zero? You ought to look up your family tree and find out about your ancestors. Good idea. I'm going to check up my family tree. Maybe I have got a famous ancestor. <laughs> Of Professor Bolkonsky, expert genealogist. Find out all about your ancestors. Guess he can help me. Come in, come in. <laughs> Professor Bolkonsky bids you welcome. Well, thanks. <laughs> Professor, I'd like to find out more about my ancestors. My good man, you've come to the right place. Professor Bolkonsky's records are absolutely complete. I can go back generations and generations. When there was only two people on earth. Gee, that's amazing. Was very lonely there. <laughs> Your records go all the way back to Adam? To me, it is a business. To everyone else, Adam is just a hat. <laughs> well, do you think you can find some famous people in my family? Certainly. I charge $10 to look up a family tree. That's my price. For $10, I look up a tree. Well, I guess I better go. I only have a dollar thirty-five. Of course, I also do a little bush work. <laughs> Hand over the dollar thirty-five. Uh, here you are. Now, were there any famous youngs in history? Famous youngs in history. Hmm. Tell me, do you have any more money at home? <laughs> yes. Let us proceed, by all means, with your fascinating case. I shall go to my books. Ah, here it is, Young. You had a big book. Well, after all, it has a complete record of everybody named Young. Let's see now. Angus Young, horse thief. Pedro Young, aha, aha, horse thief. Charleston Young, horse thief. Aha, aha, I found a Young who wasn't a horse thief. Dead Eye Young. Well, what did I do? Cattle rustler. Oh, the... <laughs> Western branch of the family, I guess. But, Professor, I'm sure those youngs were in a different family. You must be looking up the wrong trees. Now, let me see. You have some more money at home, huh? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, in that case, I have a young here that will make you very happy. A young you can be proud of. Gee, who was he? Back in 1776, there was a young made history. This illustrious ancestor of yours was present at the Boston Tea Party. The Boston Tea Party? What'd he do? Serve the lemon. <laughs> Did a very fine job. Huh. 
Then there was Gilbert Young and Stanley Young. Look, there must be a well-known Young in history. There's got to be one. Exactly how much money you got there for? Uh, can you scrape $10 together? I think so, yes. My good man, I've got wonderful news for you. You have the most famous man in history in your family. I have? Who is it? Well, let me put it this way. What, what I say, was Napoleon's middle name. You don't mean... Exactly! Napoleon Young Bonaparte! <laughs> A little-known fact that $10 has brought to life. You mean I'm a director sending Napoleon? The Emperor of France? Correct. Oh, but that's silly. I'm not a Frenchman. Now, I don't even know how to speak French. All I know is parlez-vous, Fraulein. You see, like a naked. <laughs> Wouldn't it be great if I was descended from Napoleon? I'd show Hubert a thing or two, wouldn't I? Yes, your majesty. Uh, <laughs> majesty? He called me your majesty. I got royal blood, that's what I got. I'm the ruler of France, that's who I am. I'm Napoleon, the emperor of France. Can I come to your house for my ten dollars? <laughs> Not tonight, Josephine. <laughs> What sound, more than any other sound, do you hear people making these days? Do you know? Well, I'll bet anything is this one. Sure, because this is the cold season, and nearly everybody and his brother has a cold. Yet when a cold gets you, don't you put up with the misery it brings. Get Minute Rub and get really quick relief from your cold discomforts. Minute Rub is a really modern chest rub. It works fast. It's greaseless and stainless. But best of all, it gives you the comforting relief you want from your cold misery. All you have to do is rub Minute Rub on your throat, chest, and back. In a minute, Minute Rub's soothing menthol vapors begin to clear up that stuffy feeling in the nose and throat. In a minute, Minute Rub starts to bring a feeling of warmth and relief to those tight, sore, aching back and chest muscles. So when that cold gets you, get quick relief from your cold discomfort the modern way. The greaseless, stainless, Minute Rub way. Young was very anxious to find a famous ancestor in his family tree. And Professor Balkansky, a phony genealogist, certainly helped him out. He's convinced Alan that he is a direct descendant of Napoleon. Let's join Napoleon's new descendant in the little white palace in Van Dyne. My royal subjects. Yes, your majesty. <laughs> make a circle. Your emperor is about to make another proclamation. Gather round the royal throne. <laughs> On your royal knees. Yes, your majesty. And do you know why you're gathered around the royal throne on your royal knees? Want to start a royal crap game? <laughs> Zero. Uh, Listen to your emperor's proclamation. The emperor wishes to quench his thirst. How about a bottle of seven up? Seven up? How dare you? How dare you? The emperor wishes a drink fit for a king. Bring in a case of royal crown cola. <laughs> This is silly, Alan. Be careful how you address the emperor. I shall have you guillotined. You're going to have me guillotined? Yes, I shall tell Sir Tyrone Power to prepare the razor's edge. <laughs> oops, oops. I'm about 
to make another proclamation. Look, why don't you cut this stuff out? Sure, any more nonsense, I'll take away your order of the night of the bath. Show, sure, take it away. What do I care? How can you talk like that? Do you know what the night of the bath is? Yeah, Saturday. <laughs> Yeah, I guess it is. I guess it is. Gee, if it were only true what Professor Bolkonski said, that I'm a direct descendant of Napoleon. Yes, Professor Bolkonski speaking. Who's calling? The Van Nuys Gazette? What? Is Alan Young a descendant of Napoleon? Positively. Mabel, can you imagine? A descendant of Napoleon living right here in Van Nuys. He's related to the emperor. Yeah, Joe. Somebody else just called me, too. Yeah, imagine. Alan Young with royal blood in his veins. Oh, I'm glad you called, Martha. I must phone Alan right away and tell him how happy I am. He's such a nice boy. Hello, Alan. This is Mrs. Johnson. Oh, hello, Mrs. Johnson. Alan, I called up to congratulate you. I think it's... Oh, just a minute, Alan. It's those kiddies of mine again. They're always up to some mischief, aren't they? Yes. Johnny, get Herman's foot out of the clothes wringer. <laughs> you heard me. Get Herman's foot out of the clothes wringer. I don't care if he does want to walk like Hopalong Cassidy. <laughs> I'm sorry, Alan. You never told me you were related to Napoleon. You mean you think it's a possibility the story is true? Of course. Think back, Alan. Didn't your father treat you like a king? When I was a kid, he once took me in the woodshed and tilted my throne. (laughs) (laughs) Mrs. J., you really think there's something in this family tree stuff, huh? Yes, and isn't it wonderful to think that my next-door neighbor is a member of nobility? I guess everything's possible, you know. Some people are born under Ares the Ram. Some are born under Taurus the Bull. I must have been born under Royal the Pudding. (laughs) (laughs) Royal the Pudding? (laughs) I must tell that to Mr. Johnson. (laughs) Yeah, well, thanks again for calling. Oh, someone's at the front door. I'll talk to you later, Mrs. J. Oh, it's Dolores Darling. Hello. Oh, Alan, I just heard the wonderful news and I came right over. You mean about me being descended from Napoleon? Yes, Alan, that's what you needed. Just the knowledge that you're descended from a man of history has changed you. It has? Well, the minute I walked into the room, I could see that you have a worldly bearing. Uh-huh. Your bearings are out of this world, too. <laughs> a week ago. Uh-huh. You're more aggressive now. You're debonair, Alan. You've become chic. Ah, I still use blue blades. <laughs> but I thought you had a date with Hubert tonight. Ah, uh, I'm going to break it to go out with you. If you're descended from Napoleon, you must have French blood flowing through your veins. Yeah, 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 I... Yes, I have. <laughs> and you know, in France, love is the spice of life. Love is the seasoning. Love is the relish. Does Heinz know about this? <laughs> but I'm glad you changed your mind about me, Dolores. Oh, I like a man of stature and importance. But I don't suppose you'd ever consider marrying a commoner. A commoner? After all, you have blue blood and I have red blood. So what? We could settle down and raise little technicolors? (laughs) And now, 
just to show you how much I like you, I'm going to give you a great big kiss. A great big kiss? Yes. Step up, Napoleon, and get waterlooed. <laughs> I'll kiss you just like Josephine. No, Josephine. No, 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 no. There. No wonder Napoleon kept his hand in his vest. He was trying to unbutton it. He was warm. Remember, from now on, Dolores is your Josephine. Oh, here comes Hubert Updike. What that show-off is doing around here? I, I don't want to see Hubert now. I've broken our date. I'd better go out the back way. Goodbye, my little Napoleon. Goodbye, Dolores. <laughs> little Hubert hears about this. Oh, Alan, I'm here. I'm here. Come gaze at Merle Oberon's temptation. <laughs> Hello, Hubert. Alan, uh, do you mind if I sit down? I had a dreadful mishap on the way here. Oh, mishap, Hubert. What happened? Well, it's that careless chauffeur of mine. He drove the car over a bump, and I almost fell out of my bubble bath. <laughs> You got a bathtub in your car? Yes, yes, and I must remember to keep my windows closed. Oh, it's dreadful. What's so dreadful about you? Well, Alan, this morning, a woman stuck out her hand to make a left turn, and she scrubbed my back. <laughs> what are you doing in this neighborhood, anyway? Well, Alan, I'm on my way to Dolores Darling's house. Oh, she's crazy about me. She's crazy about you? Yes, yes, she likes me almost as much as I do. <laughs> She can't like you that much, Hubert. Besides, Dolores Darling broke her date with you to go out with me. What is this? You heard me. Dolores Darling is going out with me. Oh, Mother, get out the Johnson's whack. He's polished me off tonight. <laughs> but, Alan, how could Dolores like you more than me? Well, Hubert, I come from a better family than you do. Ooh, what you said. <laughs> Nobody comes from a better family than the Updikes. Why, my ancestors came to this country on the April flower. Yeah. April? No, no, no. You mean they came over on the Mayflower? Mine wouldn't wait. <laughs> well, Hubert, get set for a big shock. I just had my family tree looked up. Napoleon is one of my ancestors. Napoleon? Now, Hubert, will you admit my family is better than yours? Well, yes, yes, yes. yes, I, yes. I guess it is, Alan. And to show you what a good sport I am, I'll invite you over to my house tonight. Oh, thank you. But now I'll bring Dolores Darling with me. Well, all right, Alan. No hard feelings. Hubert Updike doesn't mind playing second fiddle. Stradivarius, of course. No, of course. Arrow-wow-wow. Arrow-wow-wow. I set Hubert back on his heels, all right. <laughs> Isn't everybody it's a descendant of Napoleon? More people paying homage to the emperor. I'm coming. I'm coming. Oh, Professor Bolkansky. Yes, your majesty. Yes. I bow low and kiss your hand. Have you got the $10? Yes. Good. Your Majesty, here are the official documents to prove that you are Napoleon's great, 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 great grandson. Oh, here's your $10. Great. <laughs> Goodbye, Your Majesty. Um, you don't happen to have another dollar or two. Well, I might. You think you can uncover some other facts? Listen, for $64, I can prove that you are descended from Phil Baker. <laughs> Make it a living. <laughs> I don't think I'll investigate any further. I'm perfectly happy to know that Napoleon is in my family. As you wish. Goodbye, Your Majesty. Goodbye, Professor Bolkan. What a soccer. Easiest ten bucks I ever make in my life. 
People will believe anything. Uh, I, I beg your pardon. Hmm? I saw you go into Alan's house and I waited. Uh, aren't you Professor Volkonsky, the junior allergist? <laughs> That is correct in essence. <laughs> well, Professor, you just told Alan Young he's a descendant of Napoleon, and I want to ask you a favor. With Volkansky, money talks. Here's a thousand dollars. The noise is positively deafening. <laughs> what can I do you for? Uh, Professor, I've got a little scheme in mind. Mm-hmm. Now, uh, could you arrange to have a descendant of Josephine come over to my house tonight? Young man, I like the way you do business. I'll send you over a dozen. One will be enough. Oh, Professor, you're a rat after my own heart. Why, hello, Zero. Ah, Mr. Wallington. Taking a prominent? (laughs) No. No, I'm just out for a walk. Say, what's this I hear about Alan Young being a descendant of Napoleon? Oh, yeah. It's wonderful, ain't it? Now we won't have to do nothing like ordinary people. No white, no nothing. Oh, you're wrong, Zero. Even kings have to do some things. Oh, no. They even have guys to wash them and dress them. Well, that may be, but they still have to brush their own teeth. Yeah, but I'll bet they have a guy to squeeze on the ipana. That could be. But the result will be the same. Brighter teeth, a more sparkling smile. In fact, most anybody can get the same help from ipana. It's so easy, too. Listen. Just brush your teeth with Ipana. And every time you do, put a little extra Ipana on your fingertip and gently massage it on your gum. Yes, your teeth will be brighter. Your smile more sparkling. For Ipana is designed not only to clean your teeth, but with gentle massage to aid in the health of your gums. Just ask your dentist. A national survey shows that seven out of ten dentists recommend gum massage. Not only that, but dentists themselves prefer Ipana toothpaste two-to-one over any other dentifrice for their own personal use. So why don't you start right away with Ipana toothpaste and gum massage? Ipana for your smile of beauty. Hubert has discovered that Alan's family tree is just a figment of Professor Volkansky's imagination. Hubert has invited Alan and Dolores Darling over to his house in order to show Alan up. So let's join Napoleon Young as he is on his way to his Waterloo. Hubert's house is right up this path, Dolores. Alan, Hmm? you haven't told me how you like my dress. I wore it because you're a member of nobility. Because I'm a member of nobility? Yes. It's cut low in the front and very low in the back. It's a lady-in-waiting dress. <laughs> Should have waited for the rest of it. <laughs> we better hurry up the steps, Dolores. Hubert is waiting for us, you know. Uh, now do you understand what you're supposed to do, Princess? Yes, I'm supposed to put on a French accent and pretend I'm Josephine to make a fool out of a guy named Alan Young. Yes, yes, yes. Uh, now, can I uh, please have a sample? Oui, oui, monsieur. Oh, you are mon chéri. Toujours l'amour, toujours. Oh, how vulgar. <laughs> oh, what's wrong with me? Heavens, I asked for someone with a figure like an hourglass, not a milk bottle. <laughs> well, I guess I'll have to make the best of things. Now, don't forget now. 
You are a French princess from the Josephine family. Oui, oui, monsieur. Oh, uh, that must be Alan and Dolores now. They're a little late. <laughs> Hello, Dolores. Hello, Alan. Come right in. Hello, Hubert. Hello, Hubert. Uh, Dolores, uh, give your coat to my butler, and Alan, you give yours to the gardener. To the gardener? Yes, he'll take it outside and bury it. <laughs> just a minute, Hubert. You're forgetting now I'm just as good as you are, even if you do own this big house. Yes, yes, well, I forgot. But uh, come, Alan, come, Dolores. The butler is about to announce dinner. Dinner is about to be served in the main dining room. Train now leaving on track four. <laughs> Never mind, we'll walk. Oh, yes. Let's rough it. <laughs> I've got a wonderful surprise for you, Alan. Huh? Just look who's uh, seated on your left. Bonjour. Well, Alan, uh, don't you notice anything unusual about our guest? Yeah, it's a formal party. He should be wearing a tuxedo. <laughs> Alan, you don't understand. This is the Prince House Josephine. Uh, Josephine? Yes, and, and, and since you're a Napoleon, you'd... Uh, Better sit next to her, Alan. But I brought Dolores. Dolores will sit next to me. I want to put some salt on the lobe of her ear. But... <laughs> but wait a minute. Oh, Monsieur Napoleon, why don't you sit a little closer to me? Closer to you? <laughs> Do you not like Josephine? The men in France, they were crazy for me. Did you live in France long? Oh, but yes. I was only a stone's throw from Paris. Oh, that's too bad. You should have ducked. <laughs> oh, monsieur does not understand. Uh, ladies and gentlemen. Ladies and I have an announcement to make. Uh, this little dinner party was called for a special reason. To celebrate the reunion of the Napoleons and the Josephines. So, everybody, drunk a toast to the happy couple. Cuba, what are you doing here? And uh, for the happy couple, I'd like to present a little wedding gift, something small and compact. The state of Rhode Island. <laughs> oh, the bubbles from the champagne tickle my nose. I'm not going to marry Josephine. That's all there is to it. Alan, the Napoleons have always married the Josephines. Alan Young, you brought me to Hubert's house, and now you're throwing me over for her. Throwing you over for her? Well, that's like exchanging a bottle of champagne for a can of Sandy Flush. <laughs> Get married. We're not going to get married at all. That's final. Oh, but, Cherie, you promised, and you cannot go back on your word. After all, you are a Bonaparte. You're not put together so well yourself. <laughs> come, come. Another toast to the happy couple. <laughs> More champagne. We almost landed this sucker. <laughs> what do you mean, sucker? What is all this? Quiet, Joseph. Wait a minute, Hubert. Have another glass of champagne, Josephine. Oh, thanks, Nappy. <laughs> you know, this sucker really thinks I'm Josephine. So, aha! <laughs> you thought they'd put something over on me, huh? Trying to make me think she's a descendant of Josephine. Why, you're no more Josephine than... Than, than you're Napoleon. Than I'm Napoleon. What? <laughs> <laughs> For ten bucks, that professor tells everybody they're Napoleon. He does? Alan Young, you you humiliated me, and now I find out that the story's a fake. Well, did you hear that, Alan? Yeah, I heard it. You see, Alan, your family tree doesn't compare to mine. Well, I don't care if you're not related to Napoleon. You've proved that you're aggressive, Alan. 
I'd still break a date with anybody to go out with you. Oh, Hubert, you can keep your family tree. I wound up with the best pair of limbs. <laughs> Young will be back in just a moment. Mr. Take care. Take care of your hair. It's mighty important to your personal appearance. In fact, better be sure it's looking right. Use Vitalis in the 60-second workout, famous for these three big advantages. First, Vitalis keeps even the driest, most unruly hair under control in a natural, masculine way. Second, Vitalis and the 60-second workout loosens your tight scalp, prevents dryness. Third, the Vitalis Workout routes embarrassing loose dandruff. Helps retard excessive falling hair. Yes, to look your best tomorrow, get a bottle of Vitalis tonight. And here again is Alan Young. Thanks, Jimmy. Friends, when we're making New Year's resolutions, there's one addition we shouldn't overlook. Do your best for the disabled veteran in your neighborhood. Help give him the two things he asks for and deserves. A home and a job. See you next week. Good night. Thanks. The Alan Young Radio Show is written by Al Schwartz and Sherwood Schwartz. The part of Hubert Updike is played by Jim Backus and Zero by Charlie Cantor. The music is by George Weil and his orchestra. And if you have a half hour next Wednesday, listen to Duffy's Tavern over most of these stations. This is NBC, the National Broadcasting Company.